Welcome back, Powerful Practitioner community, Powerful Practitioner family. I'm your host. If we haven't electronically met over these internet airwaves, I'm Paige Kane. And whether you're an intuitive coach, energy healer, psychic reader, or simply an at-home alchemist, you are welcome here. Yes, inside of this podcast, you're going to attune to the spiritual practices, principles, and insights that will bring you instantaneous magnetism, life-changing internal shifts, and of course, massive, massive soul growth. This is what I am all about. And I know that your intuition led you here. Now let's get started. Just a casual little switch up in the intro. How do we feel about customized intros? I listen to a podcast where the introduction of the podcast is different every time and it brings in so much personality. And then I also listen to one where I just love the intro. I love everything they say and it gets me like ready for the podcast. So tell me on Instagram at it's page Kane, how you're feeling about a tiny little switch up. If you like the change in energy, obviously I would love to hear from you. Today on the podcast, you have a like treat and a half, <laughs> a massive treat. Um, of course, I'm already speaking in food terms, but we are starting to bring on guests, guest, guest experts onto the podcast to talk about their experiences, how they're uniquely utilizing their intuition, what energetic work has done for them, for you to gain new perspectives, new insights, new pieces of information, inspiration. Did I already say that? All of the above. For you to get all of the above from other voices. And we're kicking it off super strong with the wonderful, the magical, the Aquarian Audrey Whalen of Audrey Whalen Creative. Yes, we're going to tag all her stuff in the show notes for you. But I want to introduce you to Audrey. She is an Aquarius sun, Leo rising, Taurus moon. You can definitely feel all of this in her interview. She's also a 5-1 generator with emotional authority and Enneagram 4. And of course, she is a psychic intuitive. And I absolutely love the way that she utilizes her intuition and how she allows her intuition to serve and support her community. She's clairaudient, clairelequent, claircognizant, clairvoyant, and she's an intuitive business coach, a creative consultant, and a copywriting and content mentor. I mean, this is like the most loaded resume I have ever seen. She helps business owners make more money by being more of themselves inside of their businesses so that they can create an aligned business ecosystem. Doesn't that sound yummy? Ecosystem. What a word. So they can create an aligned business ecosystem that supports their unique energy and their vision for their work. Audrey and I had such a powerful conversation on intuitive business, content creation, on being Claire Eloquent, which is one of the more obscure Claire's, which means that you have clear eloquence. You have this ability to string words and language together. And I think Claire Eloquence really unlocks new levels of self-expression for people. So Audrey and I, of course, had time to talk about her Claire's, how you can tap into these gifts even deeper for yourselves. I took away some amazing 
content writing prompts that I'm going to use seriously whenever I feel stuck creating on Instagram, on TikTok, wherever you're hanging out. This is such a beautiful, powerful conversation. If you're an entrepreneur, you're going to get so much out of this episode. Or if you're someone who is really looking to open up the faucet on your self-expression and just let that waterfall run, this is also going to be an amazing episode for you. And with that, here is my interview with the amazing Audrey Whalen of Audrey Whalen Creative. I'm just so, I'm so excited to be talking to you. And just this feels like such a, like you said, surreal full circle moment to have you sitting here to be like, just giving out your beautiful knowledge, your beautiful wisdom, all the gifts after, especially after having, we've worked together a lot over the past few years. And so I'm really, really excited to have you here and just sharing your story. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to dive in and talk about all the things. Um, so I would love, Audrey, if we could start with, just tell us your journey and what led you to where you are today, just to give people a background, even an even deeper background and look at, as to who you are and what your process has been and how we've arrived here in this place together. I love it. So let's see. I'll start uh, in 2020, the year of our Lord, 2020. Uh, I It's March 2020. We're going there. We're going to that specific month. And that's oh, yep, yep. three years ago now, which is crazy at the time of this recording. So in March 2020, when COVID hit, I was six months into what I thought was my like forever dream job at a Hyatt Hotel, a Hyatt Resort in Maryland. I live in Southern Maryland. I was working as um, an event sales manager at a Hyatt Resort over on the Eastern Shore of Maryland. And I'd been there for about six months after like a very tumultuous you know, a couple of months trying to get out of my previous job, applying for other jobs, finally got this gig. So excited. I'm talking about Hyatt is the one I'm going to be working here forever. And then the pandemic hit and I was furloughed and then like officially laid off. And that summer, um, I was able to work for my family's business, Half Shell Adventures as um, our marketing director. And my family's business is based here in Southern Maryland. It's a private charter, boat cruise, booze cruise, uh, like public events, special events, dream job um, business that my family started in 2018. So that whole summer of 2020, I was um, essentially self-employed. I mean, technically I was answering to my dad as my boss, but I really got to watch myself be in control of my own time and my own schedule. And um, I knew I had what it took to do the kinds of work that I had been doing for other companies in a marketing capacity, because my background is in marketing and sales. I knew that I had what it took 
to go out on my own. So um, in the fall of 2020, I started my business as a copywriter and a lifestyle photographer. Uh, Fast forward to around May of 2021, I had dropped the photographer part and I was solely in the done for you business space as a copywriter. And around that same time is when I would say my spiritual awakening really began. And I started getting deeper into the world of intuition and divination tools like oracle cards, um, really kind of getting into a more woo space within the online business world. Having been a service provider, I um, was like really entrenched in the strategy, like very kind of masculine energy space. And around this time, around like kind of early 2021, I really started exploring um different types of businesses and, and working with different types of business owners in the coaching space as well. So 2021, I built up a successful copywriting business. I was working with clients. Um, at some point throughout this, I actually joined your program, Energetic Wealth. I feel like that was the end of 2021 ish. And that is one of your programs that I think is retired now, but we really learned about, um, manifestation. And I started working with my intuition more intentionally, kind of starting to build my energetic toolkit. And then in January of 2022, I decided I was really wanting way more from my business. I felt like in my copywriting business, I was trying to fit oceans of my creativity and abilities to serve and help people. Um, I was trying to fit oceans of me into a fishbowl and it was just not cutting it anymore. I wanted more. And I knew I was ready to help people in in other ways beyond just going into my little writing cave, working on their copy and then spitting it back out. Like I wanted more, I needed more to respond to, which as a generator is like so huge for my creative process and accessing my intuition is having lots of different stimulus to respond to. So January 2022, I decided to go full steam ahead into the coaching space as an intuitive business coach. Had a mildly successful start. I feel like so much of last year is just a blur. It just feels like last year, 2022, was such a... It was just the tower card again and again and again and again, which we did an intuitive reading together at the end of 2021 for the year of 2022, which was so accurate for so many different reasons. But so much of last year was about really getting clear on what I actually wanted when I said I wanted to be a coach, what that actually meant to me, how I, how I wanted to run a business, the kinds of clients that I wanted to be working with, the type of work that I wanted to be doing. Because I feel like when, for so many of us, when we first start out in in entrepreneurship, we only know the way that we've seen. And so we try that on. And then we oftentimes build our business up to a point that looks successful from the outside, or maybe even is what we thought we wanted, but it's not scratching the itch for us. Like we thought it would, or like we, it, it once used to. And that's when you really need to kind of like check yourself before you wreck yourself and get back into alignment, figure out what's working, what's not, what's really me, what's not, where am I trying to fit myself into boxes that keep me small and quiet? And where am I ready to just say, fuck those boxes, every last one, and be the loud, weird, magical 
intuitive bitch that I was incarnated on this earth to be. Yes. <laughs> yes to all the above. <laughs> no big deal. Just no big deal. Just casual light, light work. Um, so yeah. And in uh, May ish of 2022, I went through the intuition and energetic certification program and really dialed in, um, my energetic toolkit, which I know we're going to talk about more, um, during this conversation, but all of that to say, I feel like now in this year, I am, uh, just really solid in my role as an intuitive business coach. I love supporting people with, uh, figuring out how to craft a business ecosystem that supports, their true, authentic, weird, witchy selves. And that includes everything from aligned content and copy to offers that actually support the kind of, you know, vision that you have for your work and for your life. And it's a blast. And now we're here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Such an amazing journey. I also (laughs) had no idea we had so many hospitality connections. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hospitality were an event. Oh my gosh. Um, and I just want to add as like a personal testimonial that working with you is absolutely fantastic. How you combine, um, energetic intuitive work into content creation. I mean, I've had the pleasure of working with you very closely recently and the way you see people and see their magic is such a beautiful gift. So I wanted to just reiterate and like put an extra stamp seal of approval. It's 1000% true that what you've really begun to move into and the inner wisdom you've started to embody, it's it's felt, it's seen and it's experienced from a client perspective too. So I wanted Thank to add you. that in. Thank yeah. you so much. Dream client I, material. <laughs> <laughs> right. We all want to be the clients that we want to have as yes. well. Yes. You, you mentioned the world of woo, the world of intuition, the world of energetic work. I was wondering, and this is kind of like, I wasn't planning on asking you this, but I think this is such great perspective. What was the like tipping point or the first access point into this world for you? Because I think that can be so helpful for people listening who are just kind of wanting to get started and engaging that part of their personality. Yeah, that's a great question. A couple things immediately come to mind um, as you say that. And of course, it's funny, as we're recording this, my my current desk setup is right in front of a big window. And I feel like so often on calls, I just look up and I'm like looking at the answers as they're unfolding in front of me. So my clairvoyance is showing. Um so I feel like there, there were a couple of kind of key, like pivotal moments. One, there was someone that I, I was in a Facebook group, couldn't tell you what Facebook group, but one of those, like, you know, some mentor coach, someone had a Facebook group and someone posted in this group, I'm a manifestation coach. I'm doing market research. You know, here's a link if you want to get on a market research call with me. And I didn't know this person, but the intuitive pull said, sure let me get on a call with a stranger. So I got on a call with this stranger. Um, her name is Kim. I still like kind of follow her work loosely, but she asked me some questions that related to her work and asked me about my experience. At this point, I've like, you know, read some manifestation books. I've 
read You Are a Badass at Making Money. And I've, you know, had some kind of exposure to this, the world of woo before. I've always been a spiritual person. Um, I used to identify as a Christian. I used to be really into my Christian faith and um, have had different kind of relationships with my spirituality at different points in my life. But I've always been someone who a connection to the divine, something higher than me, source energy has always just been part of my jam. It's just always been part of my my whole deal. And so when I connected with this person, Kim, she then as kind of a thank you for me getting on this call with her, she sent me this guide that she worked with her clients on or that she gave to her clients. And it was a kind of framework exercise that walked you through scripting for manifestation. And as a writer, as a like lifelong journaler, I was like, oh, I'll write about the things I want all the live long day. But that was my first kind of like structured intro to manifestation. And looking back now, I see the ways that that kind of set off this domino effect of me then being curious about topics like that and having my radar up for other, you know, pure like seeker phase. My radar was up for healers, mentors, people that I could learn from. Then I um, ended up joining a program from a coach in the online space who taught business energetics. And there was a lot of kind of like pros and cons. And, but I was like, oh my God, I've been really playing it small when I think about the kinds of things that I want for my life and business. And this has been feeling like things have been feeling kind of boring up until this point. And this adds a whole new layer of like possibility and expansiveness and okay, I've had this feeling that things could be so much more magical than they've been. And now this is proof that I was right the whole time. Does that make sense? Yeah, it definitely does. It's so long, long, windy story, but <laughs> no, I love it. It it makes a lot of sense. And I think it's it's so interesting to hear other people's entry points into this work. Cause for me, it's it was completely different. It was being told that I was intuitive and then I really had to digest it for a while, like, well, what does that mean? And then as soon as I was told that, like all the synchronicities really started showing up. And it's like everything started unraveling from there. Yeah. Well, and and it's so I'm I am glad you asked this question because I I know that there are probably people listening who have had like different types of backgrounds with this work or exposure. And I feel like, you know, kind of fast forwarding to when I decided to join the certification program, I remember after energetic wealth, I guess it must have been like that fall of 2021 before the program ran in 2022. Because I remember going through energetic wealth and being on such a high of like, I really can have do be whatever the fuck I want. And this is a person who is going to show me how I can do that. And when you told me about the certification program was, what would my dad think? What would my dad think if I became a certified intuitive and energetic worker or healer person? Like, what does that, what, I don't know, like, how does that, what does that mean about me? It was kind of this like mini self-identity, like I wouldn't say crisis, that feels a little dramatic, but it was like, okay, I feel a really strong pull to this work. And when I sit here and actually look intentionally at the work that I do, I know my intuition plays a huge part in it. And I feel very strongly that this is like the right next step for me. And 
oh my God, (laughs) I'm really going to do what? Because I don't come from a line of astrologers or intuitive energy workers, or it's not something that, you know, I had a ton of exposure with growing up um, or anything like that. But so all this to say, I just kind of share these different bits and pieces of this story because I feel like a lot of people in your community are at these different like points in in their own spiritual journey. And and also just because it's kind of wild for me to look back and see the the changes that have happened in like a year. So cool. Yeah, I think, I mean, I can definitely relate to that too. Like telling my parents I was gonna go to shaman school, right? Or even my first introduction into marketing, I wanted to, I was like, I'm a shaman. And the first advice I was given was not to use that word and to call myself something more or people could understand it better. That seemed more approachable, right? From hearing about your access point and then kind of hearing about the evolution and then hearing about like still along the way, stuff is going to come up for you is is so validating if anyone's having a similar experience. You step into this work and there's all of these layers there. It's, it's so, it's so, it's so layered. It's true onions. And I also think like kind of to tie a little, another kind of full circle bow on my own journey. Like I remember I went through the certification last year, like a full year ago and have at several points since then received confirmation of my own intuitive and psychic gifts and abilities. And I remember a few weeks ago, Paige, I DM'd you on Instagram and said, at what point can I call myself a psychic? Like, I feel like I want to call myself a psychic, but some part of me feels like I need to ask you (laughs) for that permission or something, which is just funny because like imposter syndrome (laughs) does not discriminate. But fast forward to uh, like a week or two ago, I launched one of like my most favorite offers to date, which is called psychic content. And so I'm like really fully leaning into that part of me and, and those gifts and, and having this moment of like, like I'm, you know, I'm in a season of just really owning the more woo, intuitive, feminine, like energetic sides of myself and my role as a business owner and a coach. And so it just feels so good to be having this conversation with you now, because there have been so many different points of evolution throughout my journey. And even just in the time that we've known each other and been working together. It's so beautiful to see everything come full circle and for you to be utilizing the word psychic and talking about your intuition, because I really know you as someone who is so strongly clairaudient, clairelequent, claircognizant, clairvoyant, which I feel like is something that you might have like super, super activated during the certification, that clairvoyance. And I would love to know how do these intuitive senses show up for you? in your everyday life, or I would even say like inside of your work and inside of what you're doing right now? I, I would say that there are like, let's let's talk about work because I could talk about how my intuition shows up in like my day-to-day life for literal hours, but there are kind of two main ways. It's like my intuition serves me and my role as a CEO and everything from channeling content for myself to, you know, receiving intuitive hits and downloads for different offers, programs, different 
initiatives or ideas for my business. So that's kind of like a core way. And I'll talk about like kind of the specifics there in a second, but, and then there's so much of the work that I do for my clients is intuitive. Right now, the work that I'm doing with clients is coaching. So providing mentorship and uh, insight and coaching and support for entrepreneurs around their business, but also the personal shit that comes up inside of that. And so the clear eloquence when it comes to both channeling content for myself and also for my clients is just unmatched. Like it is, I didn't realize until the certification that when I just sit down and it flows and I look back and I'm like, whoa, who wrote that? That's fully like channeled. That is fully intuition. That is my clear eloquence through and through. A lot of my, my clear cognizance really comes up with coaching when it comes to, you know, a client comes to me with a question or a situation, something that's coming up for them. And I just immediately know what to say, the questions to ask them, how to prompt them, how to like pull more information out of them and help them really follow the thread. And it's just this knowing of like, okay, I know that what this person needs to hear right now is this. And I would say with that is kind of some clear audience too, of like, I you know, sometimes hear the words that I need to say to them or yeah. And and clairvoyance, like it's the same kind of thing. I really love plugging into people, their businesses with the strategy piece and the spirituality piece. So maybe we're talking about brand strategy. I was working with a client this week about kind of looking over the brand deck proposal that her brand designer had sent her and she's going through rebrand. And we were trying to come up with kind of a tagline and And we were thinking of kind of the bigger picture of her business and the things that, you know, she wants to call in more of and this next chapter for her. And the things that come through are like visuals of her doing certain types of work or words that pop right into my head that, you know, plug into her tagline. I love it. That's such a holistic perspective of all the Claire senses. I do want to mention because I feel like Claire eloquence isn't a big one for people that clear eloquence really is clear communication. It's sort of like clear audience, but more so stringing words together. Is there anything else that you would add into what clear eloquence is so people can better understand it? Because I think it's one of those more obscure yeah. out there clairs. Yeah. So what I would say to me, what clear eloquence means for me is... Well, I'll give some kind of examples of how it like shows up because I think that kind of makes it a little bit more tangible. Perfect. Sometimes I'll be journaling and I'm feeling into a desire that I have. Let's talk about, I had this kind of aha a couple of days ago where I realized that the money goals for my business that I'd been setting were like teeny tiny compared to what I actually want. And I hadn't let myself want these bigger, these bigger goals in a long time because of some like past trauma and experiences around money and in business. And and so I was having this like whole realization in my, in my journal. And then it started turning into kind of affirmations about, I know that what I want, the desire on my heart is for me. And it's, it's just like, a page or two of reminders to myself that just flow and pour out of me. And then I go back and read it and I'm like, that is so wise and profound. So that's one way that it comes through. Sometimes I'll be recording a meditation for a client or like some kind of audio training. And it's not like I'm going off of notes and I have pre-written a script or anything like that. It's just the words just come out of me. And it's interesting because, you know, I think we can kind of talk about some of the conditions that like support and hinder these 
intuitive senses coming through because that has been a huge part of my practice, the work that I do, you know, over the last couple of years. But yeah, I would say there's the written like journal mode, writing a post, it'll just like, I often do this motion of it just like kind of coming in from above and through me. That's what it really feels like. It feels like that old Snapchat filter with the rainbow tongue where you open your mouth and it's (laughs) like, all falls out. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's how it feels like to me. Yeah. Just to describe what I'm seeing on screen. It's like things are coming in through your crown chakra, which we can think of as our antenna, like the receiver of information, possibly even moving through that, that third eye chakra through the sixth chakra, which is really a place of like super psychic development. And then you said, you know, the rainbow falling out of your mouth on the Snapchat filter, it like comes out of that throat chakra area in expression, which I think is such a a beautiful way to sum up how Claire Eloquence works. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the, I also have, again, talking about human design, I have an open throat center in human design. So she's just always (laughs) same. That's why you hear me make that noise like on the podcast, because open throat, which means our communication has I, inconsistency, I feel like is the wrong word. It's like many facets of expression that sometimes it's so much that wants to come out that it comes across as stumbling, at least yes. for me. That's how I feel about it. Yes. Yes. If someone wanted to develop their clear eloquence or clear audience, what would you, what practices would you say for them to do? Journaling, obviously, I feel like you talked about that. That's a powerful space. So I feel like journaling and specifically, like if you've heard of the practice of morning pages, you know, I'm a big fan of for really kind of cracking open these senses. I would say I'm like a pen and paper kind of gal, you know, sometimes now, especially if I'm channeling copy for myself or for a client, I can, I can access that within like a Google doc, for example. But I think a lot of us, when we are tapping into our more spiritual side, our psychic side, our intuitive side. We want to put ourselves in as judgment-free and like preconceived notion-free a space as possible. So more going back to morning pages, it's setting aside time in the morning before you've consumed any kind of content, before you've opened your phone, before you've checked your email, before you've responded to texts and just free flow stream of consciousness writing for three pages. And this is something that I like, you know, really encourage my clients to do is just get in the practice of not filtering yourself, of just letting it flow, letting yourself like bear witness to whatever thoughts you're having and just like recording them on paper and then kind of activating it that way. So I feel like that's one. Another, I don't know, to me, activating Claire Eloquence is so much about purely starting with the reminder that I do have the ability to like channel the divine, that I do have the ability to, you know, share knowledge and wisdom with the world that comes from something beyond me. If we do not have a foundation of my thoughts and insights are worthy of being recorded, of being shared, whether, whether that's just sharing them with yourself via your journal, like you're, you're going to filter yourself. And I feel like so much of it is just practicing turning that off. And then as with, you know, activating any kind of intuitive gift, it's how can you put yourself in a, an environment, a, how can you create circumstances for you to feel inspired? And I think for me, 
something that's been coming up for me a lot lately is inspiration via play and whimsy and just pure childlike curiosity. And so a lot of times this is, you know, spending time in nature, uh, looking to your human design type. I'm talking about human design a lot on this, um, in this conversation, but I I don't know. (laughs) It's been coming up a lot for me lately. I'm by no means an expert, but, you know, kind of looking to your human design strategy for how you best take action. So as a generator, I really love to respond to things. So I might, you know, try to sit down and channel and tap into my clear eloquence after having a really great podcast recording conversation with you or after a really great client call or after seeing something in the wild that really like piques my interest or activates something in me. And then really just being intentional about creating the container to let that intuitive information make itself known to you. So putting your phone away, putting yourself in a space where you were like ready to receive the intuitive downloads you know, creating container like energetically and grounding in like that's essential for me. I think that's so beautiful. So morning pages. I also like the idea of becoming less filtered and then seeking inspiration, setting up the right container, containers that feel safe. I feel like all of those pieces all together is such beautiful sound invitations for those of us who desire to become more clear eloquent. And we I talk about intuition and like these senses and they can be activated because you've had experiences too, Audrey, where certain intuitive senses, like you you may not resonate with them for a while. And then all of a sudden they boom, turn online. And you're like, yeah, that's, that's me. I'm claireloquent. I'm claircognizant. I'm now clairvoyant. It's amazing to have practices that help to turn up those dials and make us more aware that that's, that's a part of our intuition too. Okay, I am briefly interrupting this episode because I cannot contain my excitement. Enrollment, the doors are officially open for the Intuition and Energetics Certification Program taught by me, of course, and our amazing team of support coaches. This is a fabulous 30-hour certification program where you will become a powerful, confident, and intentional coach or practitioner through learning intuition and energy tools that actually create massive transformations. Yes, transformations, not only for you, but for your business and for your clients. It is all happening inside of the intuition and energetic certification program. This is an experience unlike any other program I've attended or been a part of. Inside of the program, you'll experience your own soul growth, as well as developing your innate gifts, connecting in depth with your intuition and knowing your psychic senses. This is also an experiential learning environment with so much support. So you can take all of these practices and install them into the unique, beautiful client work that you do. Yes, this is my area of expertise. I can teach you exactly how to make these practices uniquely your own inside of your business as a helping professional. The transformations experienced from the last round were absolutely phenomenal. You can see the case studies on my website, but here's a reminder to sign up, to enroll, to join us inside of the program. 
that teaches you the intuition and energy tools for your spiritual healing journey, your business growth, and of course, to hold that massively supportive space for your clients. I cannot wait to have you inside of this round of the program. The link for enrollment will be in the show notes. We start on April 12th. Let's do this. Okay, now back to the episode. Well, yeah, and I think you bring up a really good point of like noticing... And actually, it's funny. Earlier today, I was actually plugging back into an audio training from the certification, and it was about activating. I think I did one on like clear cognizance, but using your intuitive senses, the ones that you feel really strong in, to activate other senses that you want to strengthen. So noticing like when your intuition speaks to you, period. And then, okay, well, how might that information come through if I wanted it to come through via words? or via writing, or via, you know, whatever, whatever the other senses that you're trying to really turn the dial up on. Because I think so much of this is also just about realizing you're not starting from a baseline of like 0% clear eloquent. You're starting from a baseline of some kind of intuitive and psychic skills. <laughs> so it's also about knowing how to leverage the senses that you do already feel really strong in to kind of tap into these other ones as well. Yeah. I, I love that. And I think it's so true. It's like the volume is already up a few notches, even if it's just the first couple of notches, we're just turning up the dial even more. And that's why in, in client sessions, I take time to turn up those dials for people because it's so true. We're None of us are starting at 0%. I'm just really loving this conversation around this. I think it's going to give so many people permission to dive deeper into some of their other gifts that they're like, Oh, maybe I want that. That kind of sounds nice. That kind of sounds good. But I don't know if that's actually me. And it's like, yeah, you it, it can be it, it already is right. You desire it. So it already is. So yeah. I, I selfishly also want to ask you about and I know we have a lot of entrepreneurs who listen to the podcast as well, how you combined intuition combined intuition and content creation. Because I know, I mean, especially for me as someone who's highly sensitive, how much I can overthink or limit myself during creating content. So Mm -hmm. and I feel like content and your seemingly limitless self expression online, like it's so beautiful. And how you've been posting lately and how you've been showing up for yourself is just if any of you aren't following Audrey on Instagram, we'll make sure that we like plug all her stuff at the end. But I would really, really love for you to talk about like how those two things have come together. Those two different energies have come together for you. Understanding that having the idea for a concept or a thought or something you want to share via content and packaging that into a, a post a carousel post, uh, Instagram story, a reel, whatever. Those are two completely separate ideas. So to me, I think how can we nourish both of these different types of creative energy and not make it mean something when we're in one and not the other. So what I mean by this is like, so often people come to me and they're like, I've got a notes app full of post ideas or half written captions that never see the light of day. And what happens is we have this idea And we try to, in the same like session, capture the idea of like the concept or thing that you want to share and 
try to fit it into, okay, well, I need a hook that's going to capture people's attention. And then I need a story. And then I need a CTA. And then I need a... And so I feel like so much of it is we're trying to hold our... We're trying to hold intuition and strategy at the same time, which can water down either of those. I really encourage my clients and and people to have a system for capturing the ideas when they come in and letting that be like capturing again, going back to stream of consciousness, capturing the stream of consciousness download for the thing that you want to share. And then, you know, either after that or days later or whatever, going back and seeing, okay, where in this is like the spiciest part. And can I make that the hook? And how does this tie into the offer that I want to sell? And kind of looking at it through that more strategic lens. But if you if you are having a brilliant idea for something and also at the same time trying to see how that fits into like a content framework or something, you're going to filter the intuitive ideas that want to come through. Yeah. I mean, I really see it as separating out the energies in the process, which I feel like sometimes where I personally get muddled is I have this idea, oh, but how do I, like you said, tie it into a CTA or what hook is going to be the right thing so people actually read it, like it, and like almost in trying to wrap content in so much strategy, at least for me personally, it just, it feels as someone who is low-E, Cancerian, I have a bunch of cancer placements, like watery, it feels limiting as opposed to like, if I just allow the beauty of my content to come out, and then I take the time to turn it into a carousel post or whatever it is, then I kind of see it in a new strategic light and I can add in those things. Yes, exactly. And and I think, you know, to me, the number one piece of advice that I give to most people when they are in a place of like, I just can't even post a post without overthinking it for an hour and a half. Or I have all these half-written posts because I am a couple sentences in and I just start to get so grippy and I'm like, forget it, forget it. Like I just overthink it so much to the point where it never sees the light of day. That feels like shit. And to that, I say, throw out all the rules you think you need to follow about content and marketing and copy and strategy and all the things. And practice putting your thoughts on the internet in as like unfiltered and messy a way as feels like accessible and safe to you. Simone Soul, who I know you, I think you follow her work. She has uh, something called the garbage post challenge. And it's essentially the challenge to put up a hundred bad pieces of content. And the idea here is that when you are creating a body of work, and I believe that my content is like, a body of work that I have created that serves as an altar to who I am and what I'm about and what I believe in and the work I want to do and the people I'm here to serve. When you view it as that and less of a, this is a post that's going to sell this thing. And if this post doesn't perform well and do well and sign a client and all the things, then there's no point. When you instead kind of look at it as, I'm just going to practice speaking my fucking truth online. I'm just going to practice seeing this new edge of, oh, I want to share this thing, but it feels really vulnerable. And I don't know how to say it. And I don't know if it makes sense. And I don't know if people are going to get it. And I don't know if it relates to my work and just sharing it anyway. Because once you start doing that, then you start to realize, okay, this actually isn't that hard. This actually isn't that scary. I'm actually cool with putting who I actually am up out on the internet. And then you get to go back and see 
okay, let's take this post a step further. You know, I talk a lot about content repurposing. So maybe it's, you know, you, you give yourself a two week time period. And this is one of the offers that I have right now. Psychic content is a two week experiment where we'll focus on your content for two whole weeks. And a lot of times like this is just looking like, okay, you're just going to post a bunch of shit for two weeks. And some of it's going to have to do with your business and some of it isn't. Some of it is going to feel like big and edgy and scary. And some of it is going to be like, yeah, I'm just posting this because it was on my mind to share. And I think all of this goes back to taking the pressure off and, and letting yourself be committed to sharing more of yourself because it is important. <laughs> because people need to hear more of who you are because people buy from people, not like a list of inclusions in your product or service because people need to see more of themselves inside your story. And the way that we do that is by sharing more. And I think like, you know, kind of bringing it to something a little bit more tangible, like some of the prompts or questions that I, you know, suggest to clients or that I like flex myself are to kind of get started when it's like, okay, what if I'm not having any ideas? It's not a, it's not a, I'm filtering myself situation. It's a, I'm not having any ideas to begin with. I think of, and this is a really great way to connect to your intuition. I think of the question, what is most alive for me right now? And then seeing what comes up. Sometimes it means you just post on your stories. I'm having a really hard day because my dog has been sick and but I still want to remind you that I have this program that's enrolling until blah, 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 blah. So I think really just, again, taking that pressure off, letting yourself be a freaking human, like that's that's what it's all about. I love that. Letting yourself have some, I don't know if I want to call them not strong, strong sentiments about certain things. Because I can feel... Conviction, yeah. Yeah. Because every once in a while, I'll feel myself watering, watering down. I've talked about being an ex-people pleaser on the podcast and... That's why I have a lot of boundaries. And that's why I say spells before I'm setting out pieces of content that are making my heart like thud in my chest. But also what's alive for me right now, that like is such an invitation to like what's really on your heart. Like again, without without filter. So, yeah. uh, so, so good. Thank so you. Good. I think yeah. another one, another one is like, it's important to me that you know, Ooh. and then kind of like seeing what comes up around that. So what's alive for me right now is that, and it's important to me that you know, which I think can also kind of be a like, I need to clear something up. And that also, I feel like those kinds of prompts allow us to step into our authority because our authority lies in the things that we feel fucking strongly about. And so it it kind of allows you to access that place of like, what are the things that like, I feel so fired up about that I can't not talk about it. Because that's when you're in the channel and the flow and you can't filter yourself because if if every single person on the earth like heard this, everything would be better. <laughs> you know, when you're in that space and you can just like, mm, and let it go. That's my personal like favorite content to read and consume. And I always just get this feeling of like, like you can feel, you can smell when someone is sharing something that is like their hand on heart truth. And you can also feel when it's like, meh and like a watered down version of it. So yeah. 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 And I also, with that, I want to add, you can also feel when people are being polarizing just for the sake of being polarizing as opposed opposed to just, as opposed to being passionate. And like you said, like they have something on their heart. Uh, 
Okay. I don't want to keep you on here forever, but I do have (laughs) one last question. I would love if you could share about your experience inside of the Intuition and Energetic Certification Program, as especially as one of our founding members and someone who I know just had so many big things happen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I told you a little bit about my story of like joining the program. I would say for me, first of all, I have never, like the people inside that program, I have never met people like that before. You just have, you Paige have this way of calling in like very, just like cool, weird, kind, loving people into your world. But also like, I don't know, coming together over this shared desire to tap into more of our intuitive gifts and energetic skill sets. By nature, it's vulnerable and intimate and powerful, fucking powerful to be in the room learning this like life-changing information, practicing this life-changing information alongside people who get it, people who are implementing the same work as you are, but in different ways and adding their own spin to it. For me, as someone who was like new stepping into the space as a practitioner in this way, you know, I was like, you know, coming from being a done for you service provider, it was so valuable to me to just see the different ways that people were implementing, like utilizing the the tools, the skills that we were learning together. And that just felt so like expansive and such proof of possibility for all the different ways that I could implement it myself, but also having like different, I don't know, people with different intuitive gifts. And, and, you know, one of the senses that I really activated through the program was my clairvoyance. And with that, it, it brought up like, I don't know, feelings of discomfort because this is unfamiliar and it's scary to like, I don't know, access this different part of you. And it's like a whole new language. And so having other people that I could, that could even like explain things in different ways or offer up kind of like modifications, which you of course welcomed because you are not a one size fits all kind of mentor that I feel like was just invaluable. And I feel like I also, just a big thing for me was I just felt so held by you and the support coaches and the community itself. Like I felt like I could bring up all the shit that got brought up as we did this work together. I could bring those things to the table and have space held for me and have people provide input. And, and even just, I felt so safe being led by you through this unknown, mysterious, like, watery world that I had never been in before. And your cancer was showing big time because I just felt like I was held by a little mama the whole time. And it just, I don't know, it's so important when you're really kind of trying something that feels completely new or edgy or when those fears come up. And for me, like I would not be able to do the work that I do, have the quality of client exchanges like the work that I do with clients I could not do it if I didn't have like basic energy hygiene practices of grounding in and running my energy and and calling back my life force energy and you know cutting cords from clients and I don't know it's just there's so much that goes into it and I feel like in this world of intuition and energetics and the metaphysical and woo There's so much where you don't know what you don't know. And that can 
very easily translate to a lot of imposter syndrome because I know I'm good at what I do, but am I like doing this right? Am I using these tools correctly? Is there more to it? It feels like a lot of smoke and mirrors and to have a space where I could just be like, what the heck are people saying when they talk about a power place? Like, is that like a physical location on a map? Is that like a power place I go in my mind? You know what I mean? Like just having a place (laughs) where I could bring those kinds of questions. That was huge. It was just I I am so excited to be an affiliate for this program and to tell everyone I know about it. And it absolutely changed the trajectory of my like personal growth and healing and my business for sure. Oh, well, thank you for all the kind <laughs> words. Yes. Um, it was so powerful to have you there in the program as a leader. And as I know, the founding members are going to continue to like pop back in and support everyone and watch calls when needed. So. Thank you. What like what are your offerings right now? How can people work with you? Yeah. So right now, um, the two ways that you can work with me are through intuitive business coaching. I have my one-on-one coaching. It's six months. We work together like very closely, very we're doing life and business together. And I can support clients and in so many different ways, kind of meeting you at the spectrum of strategy and spirituality. And that might include anything from offer creation and aligned growth strategies for expanding your your business or brand to getting in your own content flow and, and using your intuition to make decisions and to grow your business. So that's one way. And then I also have a two-week intensive called Psychic Content. That is where I plug into you and your social media, your IG and TikTok feed, your email list, your client work, your website copy, all the things for two weeks. And I help you turn all those things into magnetic content that has your people thinking that bitch must be psychic. So that's a shorter term container that people can hop into to get a taste and to have that transformation. So those are the ways. Psychic content is like my favorite offering name ever. Yeah, it's, it's so really simple, good. but so potent. It's so good. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. It feels so good. It feels, I'm like having a blast with this. It, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, people are, people are liking that one so far. I love it. And then where can people connect with you? I'm on Instagram at Audrey Whalen Creative. My website is in progress-ish, if I can even say that. So Instagram, and then actually, I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but in the month of March, I'm challenging myself to try the TikToks for the first time. So I'm on TikTok somewhere. I'll send you what my link is. I don't even know it, but it'll be in the show notes. I'm sure we can add that in. (laughs) Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. I'm, oh, I can't wait to see your TikTok content. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna experiment with it. I'm I'm excited to kind of play around there. It's, I've never dove into the TikTok waters before, and I feel like now is the time. And so we'll see what happens. <laughs> it's a new it's a new level of like really holding yourself in unfiltered expression because TikTok is just people are honest yeah. <laughs> on the platform, and I don't know. For me, it's so humbling. And as soon as you kind of rip off the bandaid and you decide like, oh, I'm just gonna be me here and see what happens. TikTok can be so powerful. So thank you for spending time with us today and for sharing all of your beautiful intuitive insights and magic. And it's just been really fun. Selfishly, it's been fun for me to talk to you. So I know everyone on the podcast is going to get so much out of this as well. So thank Uh, you. 
Thank you for having me, Paige. This was great. Thank you, powerful practitioner community for hanging out, for listening to this magical episode. I seriously hope that you got as much out of this as I did. Quick giveaway reminder. Yes, the giveaway is still happening. How do you enter? You leave a rating and review here on Apple Podcasts with a name that you recognize or here on Spotify. If you're listening on the Spotify platform by leaving a rating and then sending a screenshot to me at its page Kane on Instagram. We announce a winner live on the podcast and you can win a 30 minute one-on-one reading with me, yours truly, where we sit and we chat everything from business insights to relationships, to health, to travel, to gosh, I feel like I've just talked about everything inside of readings. But with that, that's your giveaway reminder. So go do it. Do it right now while you're listening, if you're not driving. And I want to say I am incredibly grateful for you, for this community. I am loving reading your reviews of this podcast. It is always powerful to share these episodes. Screenshot, share to your Instagram stories. DM me. Tell me your takeaways. I love hearing what you're learning, what you're experiencing from the podcast. This is a community space for me. I reply when you send me messages. It is so magical. And again, it just makes my day. So with that, thank you for being here. We have so many amazing guest interviews in store for all of you, as well as solo episodes from me with tons of teachings, ask me anythings. All that stuff is also here to stay. Before I talk your ears off, I will see you on the next episode So much gratitude, so much love. I'm wishing you a magical week. Bye. 